Welcome back to the Breaking Butterfly podcast. I am your host, Maddie Maple, and I am so, so happy you decided to tune in to another episode of my podcast, especially this one, because today I have a very special guest and someone I've been wanting to have on the podcast for so long now, and I am feeling so, so grateful to finally have um, a, a podcast episode with the one and only Tara Campbell, owner of Tasteful Girls. I have been wanting to interview Tara since the moment I started my podcast, but I I knew that I wanted to do it in person because I go to Utah a lot where she's based because my family is there. And uh, I was like, no, I, I don't want to do this over Zoom. I want to do this in person. And so we finally got to do it this past week and it was fucking amazing. And it was such an amazing conversation. I just can't wait for you guys to hear and hear what you guys think. And I just feel like I I learned so much about Tara and she shared so much wisdom and so much about her brand. Um, Yeah, I'm not going to make this intro too long. I always do this. I'm not going to make it too long. I'm just going to play the interview, but I'm really excited for you guys to hear this one. And I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I enjoyed having this conversation with her. Um, And yeah, here is my interview with Tara Campbell. All right, guys, I am here with the one and only Tara Campbell, the owner of Tasteful Girls, and I am so, so excited to have her on the podcast today. I've been wanting to have her on the podcast pretty much since I started my podcast. Um, She's actually, in a roundabout way, the reason I started my podcast, but we'll get into that. Um, We share, like, some common interests, and she really helped me, like, get a start on everything I'm doing, Um, and has kind of been by my side the whole way of like the start of my business and a lot of things that I'm passionate about in my life. Anyway, I'm so excited to have her here and I'm especially excited because we are in person today, not on a Zoom call. You can probably tell once she starts talking, it's not horrible ass Zoom quality. So it's really exciting and yeah, she's here in the flesh. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We're going to dive into so many good things today, and I can't wait for you guys to just follow along and hear more about Tara and her journey and Tasteful Girls. And first, before we start talking about all of that and your business and diving into so many juicy things about business and festival fashion and everything that revolves around that, I want to just get to know you a little bit better, and I'm sure my listeners do as well. Um, because obviously we all are obsessed with your brand, but I want to just get to know you and like how it came to be. So before we get into all that, tell me a little bit about where you grew up, where you're from, how your childhood was like. Uh, did you always know that you wanted to do, wanted to do something in clothes? Um, just kind of run us through a quick life story. So I grew up in Salt Lake and um, I came from, I would say, like a lower class family. 
Um, I didn't come from like money or anything, but I was always a really, really, really big dreamer. And I wouldn't say that I knew I was going to be doing what I'm doing today, but I have always been obsessed with fashion and um, growing up in middle school and in high school, I didn't fit in. I was kind of picked on because I started wearing like tons of makeup and I loved fashion from a super young age. So yeah, that kind of obviously ended up working out for me later on, but mm-hmm. Yeah. Your parents let you wear makeup really young? No. So it was actually, um, I think in the fifth grade, I would sneak into my mom's makeup bag and she would get so mad at me and I would get grounded, but I just kept doing it anyways. And then she kind of gave up on me and was like, you know what, do what makes you happy. And I think that's like kind of our relationship even now. <laughs> that's so funny. Cause I literally yeah. remember being in like seventh and eighth grade and all of my friends started wearing mascara and lip gloss like the lip gloss you got at Victoria's Secret you uh-huh. know like those mint ones and all those and everyone was wearing them except for me and the only thing they would let me wear is Vaseline so what? I just had to act no, like I, Vaseline was my lip gloss <laughs> I definitely wasn't allowed to but I think my mom saw that I was passionate about it from a young age and I was yeah. just this weird kid that loved like beauty and fashion and so she just kind of let let me be and like let me be who I was but yeah I I wish we could like show people a picture but I had, <laughs> I'll post all my I, Instagram I had colorful hair it was poofed I had stripes in my hair I don't know if like anybody's familiar with like scene girls but like that's yes. what I was <laughs> such like people would say it's not Halloween like I was literally so picked on but that's yeah. <laughs> so funny. I would have never guessed that about you. Yeah. So you always I'll had a passion for this stuff. Yeah. yeah, always. Always. I've been like, even back in like elementary school, my, those little booklets that they have you make were like all about fashion and clothes and stuff like that. And my mom was always, she was never a seamstress how she is now, like full time, but mm-hmm. she's so, 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 <laughs> she how do you say that? Sewed. Sewed. sewed yeah. She sewed. 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 sewed, sewed <laughs> she sewed all of my Halloween costumes growing up. So I was always around a creative mom. That's and, so fun. What yeah. would you say your biggest inspiration was like at that point in your life? Was there anyone like in magazines or on TV that you saw and you were like almost just inspired by them or dressing like them? Um. I would say one of the first inspirations was Gossip Girl. Okay. Did you watch Gossip Girl? A little bit. Oh, really? It was, it's just like in New York City, it's like centered around fashion. And I like was dead set that I was going to move to New York City, work at a fashion magazine. You know, like I I just knew like I wanted to be in fashion, but I never like imagined that I would be doing what I am now, like making my own clothes. Mm, mm -hmm. But you always knew it was possible. Yes. Yes. I've always I think it's the Pisces in me. I've always been like a huge dreamer. I live in a dream world. I don't live in reality. That's so funny. I just had my first uh, astrological reading and... Yeah, my rising, no, my moon sign is a Pisces. No when, way. Yeah, when she started, and don't you have a Scorpio in you too? Um, I have an Aries rising, and then my moon is in Libra. Okay, because yeah. I'm an Aries and a You're Pisces. You're an Aries? I'm an Aries. What the heck? That's probably, like, I feel like we're, like, the same but different. Yeah, so both, like, two of our signs match, but when she started telling me about Pisces and, like, 
being very intuitive and just like floaty in this dream world. Yeah. Uh I was like, okay, this makes so much sense. Sometimes Pisces, you need to like snap them back into reality. Like my boyfriend (sighs) would be like, um, well, that's great and all, but like, you got to think about the facts. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Like, and be like practical. Yeah. yeah. And we'll dive into even more how like living in a dream world and like really, truly knowing that you can create your reality is like, is realistic. Cause yeah, a it's lot of realistic. people are very like practical. We were just talking about this and maybe we'll get into relationships a little bit too. And like being a business owner <laughs> when you have a boyfriend, because there are, I think, men actually I don't want to use genders maybe but like I feel like maybe men and like other astrological signs or something like certain people are just very like no look at the facts look at reality be practical and then there's people like us that are just like I get to do whatever the fuck I want it can happen I can visualize it it, it's possible exactly if you can dream it it, you can do it and it's just like so so true but before we get into that there's one other thing I was going to ask you that's slipping my mind um I think I was just going to ask you when you were a little kid and people would ask you what do you want to be when you grow up was there like a specific thing that you were like I'm going to be this or was it just still just like oh I'm going to do fashion stuff um well, when I was in el- like a little kid, I would say an anesthesiologist just because I knew <laughs> that they made the most money, and I always wanted uh. money from a young age. Um, but I definitely thought I was going to be – well, I wanted to be a model at one point. Like, mm-hmm. that was, like, one of my biggest dreams was to be, like, a runway model in, like, New York City. And then one of my biggest dreams was to work at a fashion magazine. Like, okay. I watched The Devil Wears Prada, and that was, like, my dream. Like, I would do anything. I wanted to be in the cutthroat fashion industry, like, in the trenches. That I was my that. dream. Yeah. Oh, I love uh-huh. that. And um, I feel like so many people – they just they have these big dreams but they don't yeah they just don't think it's realistic and they almost like push it to the side totally my theory with like finding your purpose um and like finding what you want to do whether it just be like a hobby and like a purpose or whether it's like a career and like making your money and like supporting yourself so many people are like looking for that thing and they have it in their head and they have it in in their heart yes most of the time and what's crazy to me is I look at my life now and the life that I'm living and the things that I wake up and do every day. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like I created my life from that young age yeah. like with being obsessed with those things. And like, little did I know, little did I know later on, I would be doing photo shoots every day and designing clothes. And it's just crazy. But yeah, you definitely have to have the mindset that whatever you love or want to do it's possible yeah and that's why it's so crazy to me that you were saying like from a young age you had that much passion and you had that much like I guess like security and sureness like that that was what you were gonna do because so many people just they have so many doubts well do and you I- remember ever having doubts like did you get to a point where you were like oh maybe I can't do this or we always oh, just like always. make it happen always and I think that's what's hard is you love something you can love. I think that's where people get stuck is they know what they love and they know what their passions are, but they can't think about how they're going to get there. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And it really just takes like being your better version of yourself every day and doing the things that you love every day. And I don't know, things just come, things fall into place when like Mm -hmm. you're living in your passion and your purpose. Yeah. 
the job is not or your job is not finding the how your job is being at the right frequency exactly doing what you love and like I said like back then I I knew that I loved fashion and I knew all of that but I didn't know that I would be here today Mm -hmm. I just followed my passion and my path and then I ended up here you know what I'm saying yeah and how do you feel now like when you're looking at your life and you're reflecting on all of this like okay I used to just like you know dive into my mom's makeup bag and watch Gossip Girl and dream about all these things and then getting to this point and being on this podcast with me and we're literally in her cute ass office like you guys have no idea how cute it is in downtown Salt Lake like what's going through your head are you just like what is my life (laughs) yeah I think a lot of the times I like don't believe it Mm -hmm. I'm like like it is important for me to like take a step back and look at that because I am super hard on myself. And so I think it's really important to like take a step back and tell myself, like, look at what you've done. Yeah. It's just crazy. It, it really is crazy. And I feel like I'm experiencing that like firsthand now where you almost get so busy and so caught up in it and like other doubts come around like like how we've been talking a lot about how the fears never stop. Like the doubts never stop. Like it's always, never. always there, but it's just like a different kind. Uh huh. So, you know, when you're thinking about starting a business or thinking about doing this passion project or YouTube or a podcast or whatever, and you have all these doubts and you're like, oh, if I could just get where they are, then I would be good. Yeah. No, then you get to that point and it's like a whole nother level. Exactly. So it's almost, yeah, being able to take a step back and well, being like, holy shit. I did that. Like yeah. take a take a beat, take a breath and be like this is my life. Yeah, it's so important. And like I feel like it's really important to say like you always think that you're going to get to a point and then mm. you're going to be happy, mm-hmm. but like that's that growth is what's going to make you happy. Constantly evolving is what's going to make you happy. And like yeah, I'm to this point now. And to a lot of people maybe not a lot of people, but like they would be like you've made it yeah. or like you but I'm not stopping here and I'm going to keep growing and I'm going to keep chasing bigger and bigger things. And I, mm-hmm. I just think it's important to say like, you can't like be in the mindset that I'll be happy when I have this, I'll be happy when I have that. Cause yeah. you're never going to be happy if that's how you think you have to be happy with where you are at in the moment. And there's so many examples of that with just like, yeah, greediness and getting money. And like, we see these like billionaires and we're like, isn't that enough? Like, don't you have enough? And they're trying to almost like, yeah, people try and like fill this hole or just think that happiness is a destination. Um, But like, yeah, what is that cheesy quote? It's like happiness isn't a destination. It's the journey or something like that. It's growth. It's growing every day, becoming a better version of yourself every day. Yeah. I think that's happiness. When you stop growing, that's like when you die, kind of. Not like literally, but... Yeah, no, one of my favorite quotes, it literally says, life is growth. If you are not growing spiritually or technically, you're as good as dead. And it's so true when you think about, yeah, when you think about like, even like a heartbeat and you see like these ups and these downs, if you're not growing and going through these like ups and downs, like literally picturing, like you guys can't see my hand, but (laughs) like a heartbeat, right? Like that is life. It's a heartbeat, just all these experiences when you're just like, you know, not yeah. growing, not doing anything. And it's just constant. It's just a straight line. Like, what is that? Well, and I, I think it is like so important because money does buy happy. Money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you things and freedom, freedom. Mm-hmm. It can give you the opportunity to donate 
to organizations that need it. But one thing that I've been like thinking about a lot lately, like I set my intentions for August and usually I I'll set like, I want to be abundant, like yada, yada, yada. But instead of just doing that this month, I said, I want to build a better relationship with my friends and family. Cause I feel Mm -hmm. like sometimes I get so caught up in my business and like being successful and money, but like, that's not the only thing that's going to make me happy at the end of the day. My connections and relationships are so important as well. Yes. So I think it's it's growth in all aspects of life, not just business, business and, and money. yourself. Uh huh. Exactly. And do you feel like it translates into your business? Because I've had moments where my relationships were not so good, and I have no creative juices, and I'm not showing up on my calls the way I should be, or showing up on Instagram the way I should be. And then the moment I like mend my relationships and really focus on like what's most important to me everything else almost like falls into place. 100% because I think that it really affects your energy. And like when say you are having problems with relationships or whatever, it's going to show up somewhere else. Like that internal issue or whatever you're dealing with is going to show up. It's going to manifest some way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, so I want you to talk a little bit about like, this is just what's coming through for me right now. And I think it's a really good thing to talk about. So, okay, actually let's rewind. Let's talk about manifestation, babe, for a moment. Okay. So Tara is the one, how I was saying at the beginning of the episode, I was saying like, Tara is almost kind of the reason I started this podcast because (laughs) she felt inspired to share the podcast manifestation, babe, with me, which is Catherine Zinkina. Um, and I want to talk about money mindset a little bit and manifestation. So she showed me that podcast and that's what inspired me to start mine. Um, and talk a little bit about how that podcast also affected your life and your business. Yeah. So I, I've like known about manifestation for a long time, but I think that sometimes you need like that little reminder and like, I don't know, like, I feel like I had stopped growing, like, mm-hmm. with my spirituality in a sense. Um, but when I found Catherine in Manifestation Babe, she just completely changed my life because um, I do think that I grew up with a negative money mindset. And it's mm-hmm. like realizing those things. Like, when I was young, I wanted to be in dance so bad. I was like born a dancer, I feel like, but I didn't get to because my parents didn't have enough money yeah. to put me in dance. I was constantly hearing, oh, we don't have enough money for that. Money Mm -hmm. doesn't grow on trees. Money's hard to come by. And Catherine just like literally like 180 my mindset about money and that money is just energy. It's literally a piece of paper. It's not evil. It's not a person. It's literally just energy. Completely neutral. Yes. And once you start realizing that and you start working through your old past things that are ingrained in your brain and your limiting beliefs, like I don't know how to explain it. Like things just come Mm -hmm. like things just started flowing, like not just money, but like ideas, just like the right people at the right times. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I love that. Cause we were talking before how, yeah, like when she started listening to manifestation, babe, like that's when shit started happening in her business. It was a complete shift. And my mom started listening to her too, which I feel like it was the two of us listening to her together and shifting together at the same time. It was just like, bam. Yeah. And that's like literally when I started listening to it as well, it shifted everything. And honestly, this goes for anything. It doesn't mean like that specific podcast, but finding that thing that almost 
teaches you what you need about money mindset and manifestation and just kind of like sparks that in you, mm-hmm. like brain food kind of exactly. in general, just changes everything. Someone think, that speaks to you. And I think you have to stay consistent with that. Cause I think yeah. that's like why sh- she shifted my mindset so much is because yeah, I knew about manifestation and like, mm-hmm. but I hadn't sparked that like plug in my brain for a long time yeah and so it's like it reignited this thing that I already knew about and it was like wow like the universe really is so magical yeah and also hearing it and this is something too like so many people stop themselves from living out their dreams because oh well there's already so many youtubers or podcasts or clothing brands like what's another fucking rave clothing brand like why would I start another one but when you hear a message from a specific person or like you wear something from a specific person or whatever it is it's it can spark something in someone that no one else can do Mm -hmm. like I've read or I've listened, not listened. I've watched The Secret, like the movie. Uh I've heard other things about manifestation. I've heard it from other podcasts and like, it was like, cool, whatever. But it's so important when like someone that speaks to you channels that and it actually Mm -hmm. gets to you. Also, you hear things that you need to hear at the right time. Like you told me at the perfect time in my life. Well, and it's so crazy because I think about, the reason why I even sent you manifestation, babe, is because um, me and my friends have are all really into that stuff. But like, I don't. I feel like I've been seeing it on social media more lately. But I hadn't. You don't see a lot of people who are like openly like I'm manifesting or I believe in this and that. Yeah. And I saw you post something, and I was like, no way. Like <laughs> she's like into this, and so like I was like, I have to send her manifestation, babe. Yeah. I was like, she's gonna love it. And it's not even like like me and Tara don't talk. Like we talk yeah. when I'm like coming to Utah for planning like a shoot or something. It's not like we're just like sending each other stuff back and forth. She literally was just like, hey here's this podcast. I think you'll love it. And it fucking changed my life. That's so crazy. So uh, it's so crazy how the world works like that. But it's crazy because manifestation was actually brought to me by another person too. Like I didn't find it. Oh yeah. Tell that story. So I was telling Maddie that I worked a full-time job nine to five and I quit to become a server so that I would have time in the mornings in the day to creatively put all my efforts towards tasteful girl. Um, but anyways, I was a server and a girl came to me, literally came up to me at work (laughs) and was like, Tara, I have this podcast for you. Like, I feel like it was meant for you. Like she, she was like, she's got something. I know she's got something. And so I just remember I left work that day and put her on in my car Mm -hmm. and like, literally it changed like everything changed and so this was right after you quit your nine-to-five job to start I definitely feel like it was on my path because like what if like it sounds so cheesy but like what if I wouldn't have quit my nine-to-five what if I wouldn't have worked at Mm -hmm. California Pizza Kitchen it was so unglamorous like yeah but like everything changed once I did that and that's what we were saying about the like it's not your job to find the how it's not Mm -hmm. your job to like you know put together all these crazy like to-do lists and figure out like how to network with this person and that person to like get to here. Like it's not your job to figure out all those like crazy details that are overwhelming you. Right. It's your job to make those decisions of like, okay, I want to be more creative. I'm going to like quit my job. And then the universe is like, okay. And I think (laughs) it's really important. Like I tell like my friends this all the time, but like if you have something like in your ear or like nagging at you or Mm -hmm. 
you hear something like I took a leap of faith. Like I had bills to pay. Serving is very, um, what's the word? Like you don't know how much you're going to be making it. So on and off. Yeah. It was such a leap of Not faith. Secure. And I think that when you take leap, you know this from taking a leap of faith. Like yeah. once you take the leap of faith, it kind of signals to the universe. I'm serious. I yeah. want this. I'm serious about this. And then things just start falling into place. Like it was like once me and my mom decided we're doing this no matter what, then Mm -hmm. everything like shifted. So the last time I was here, you're, you were telling me a story about your mom and how she was working somewhere else and you guys manifested. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh And then she like quit her job. Can you talk about that? So she, she told herself when she quit, she said the day I, she said the moment I put the key under the door, um, I said that we were going to triple in orders mm-hmm. and we did <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. what? That's it's crazy. Insane. I honestly think that the fact that my mom is into all of this as well yeah. helps so much because we're like co-creating it together. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to speak on that too, because it is no secret. I'm sure everyone that's worn tasteful girls can completely agree with me. It just feels different when you wear tasteful girls like I feel like up leveled my vibration is higher like when I wear tasteful girls it just fits different and like I can buy the same cut of clothing probably somewhere else I don't feel the same and I don't look the same in it why do you think that is because even so I went to brunch with Tara and her mom and uh her mom actually asked me she's like how do you feel when you wear the clothes and so like speak on that why do you think they feel so good so I think it really comes down to we really, really care. Mm-hmm. Like I am not like, of course, I need money to survive. But mm-hmm. from the beginning, this wasn't about money for me. It was about that, about yeah. making girls feel a certain way. I Empowering girls and showing them that they can follow their dreams. Um, there's just so much more meaning behind my brand than just clothing. Even though I love fashion and stuff, it's always been more about empowering girls and I want to be successful one day to show girls that they can be too. Mm-hmm. And um, we mm-hmm. also put a lot of intention into our clothing. And I think I told you this, like even when we send out the packages, we say like a little blessing before they go out the door. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. have you ever shared that with the girls? Uh-uh. Except for on this podcast? No. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Who does that? And also I got this from Catherine, but like when we get an order, I see the person's name and I say, thank you. Thank you. Like we say, thank you for every order. Like what? (laughs) And, and look at them, like, look at how successful they are. Like it is, it is about the love and the passion and the intention. And like, uh, I just, I just fucking love that. Like when they tell me that, like the last time I met with them and actually like got to sit down and spend time with Tara and her mom. And they were like telling me these things. I was like, that's why I feel empowered in their clothing. Like before I even knew any of this, before they even told me the intentions they put behind it, like I knew that it just was different. Yeah. Like Tasteful Girls is just different. It's crazy because it's not just you. Like I get messages and texts all the time that say, once I put this on, like I haven't felt confident in a bikini in forever. Or I haven't like, and I just feel like, it doesn't have anything to do with the clothing. I do think it's like the feeling, yeah, which it's like crazy. Even yeah. just the feeling of where you put your money, like mm-hmm. giving it to 
Um, I kind of posted about this the other day about like slow fashion and small businesses, right? Of like giving your money to a sweatshop in China or giving your money to two people that are like literally so creative and inspired and like working their asses off to make you feel confident and like really creating a movement too. Right. It's not just it about makes the me clothes. Make cry. <laughs> oh, I love that. Like it is just yeah. so much. Like I even just, I feel so proud to even wear tasteful girls because there's so much behind it. It's not just like, I'm getting to react because I'm looking at you. <laughs> I know. There's so much just like, yeah, there's so much behind it. And honestly, um, what was the other thing I was going to say? I was going to say, oh. I have one thought that I also think that part of Tasteful Girl, it's kind of weird. I almost feel like it's like destiny Mm -hmm. in a way because my mom's mom was actually seamstress and my mom grew up in her sewing room and she died when my mom was 14, 12, 14. My mom was a teenager, so she didn't have a mom. But I think that when that happened, my mom like felt the need to carry on her like abilities and her creativity. And then it's weird because I ended up being like so creative and like, just like, it was almost like generations passed down, like destiny. <sighs> yeah. And you're the one that's actually like living doing it through it. Yeah. and doing it. Like doing it. Yeah. And I feel like my mom always says like, she feels like her mom's here all the time and is like, you guys got this. Like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> my heart right now. I truly believe that. Like yeah. everything you just I said, like, I feel so strong. Yeah. When it's like, you know, when I'm, I know you feel this way. Like when you know you're on your path, like, you yeah. know, you're, I've always like, even when like I first tried to start Tasteful Girl and it didn't really like work out. Cause it's hard to grow a clothing business. Like I mm-hmm. always just knew. Yeah. I just knew, you know what I mean? Like I just knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how did you first starting getting like maybe signals that like, you are on the right path. Like, is there anything that happens that makes you like feel aligned and where you're like, oh, this is right. Is it a feeling? Is it like signs from the universe? Cause I know mine right now is like my angel numbers. Angel right? numbers, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially lately. Um, even sometimes an order will be an exact like angel number. Yeah. Um, I would say I've always been kind of like a visionary like I I see things in my head that's kind of like my intuitive downloads I literally mm-hmm. see things like even designs like it will just like download like um interesting but I just like have these visions and like feelings like how you said is it feelings like I feel like it is feelings for me I just like no I have this like inner knowing and the inner I get guidance chills. system uh-huh yeah yeah how do you think people can get closer to that because I think everyone does have an inner guidance system um and I feel like to you it does come very very naturally um but like it was hard for me to find mine for a long time and I feel like a lot of people are blocking theirs or not listening to it and maybe it's a trust thing but I just want to hear what you think on like people um we are channels like we are all channels and like this whole downloads thing like downloads is literally just for people that don't really know, it's like when you just all of a sudden like get that idea or how she's saying like she just like sees a design and like that's it. And mm-hmm. it just almost like comes to you. We almost get like downloads from the universe and we're just channeling that through us. Like sometimes I even just say things that I'm like, what the fuck am I even saying? But it's almost like speaking through me. Yes. How do you think people can get closer to finding that for themselves? I think that it just takes practice and it takes like listening and trusting Mm -hmm. like 
when you get a download I feel like people do get downloads probably every day and they they don't listen to them they ignore them yeah there's actually a theory I think that if an idea comes to you and you don't take it or use it that it will go to someone else oh yeah have you heard that theory yeah yes 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 but yeah I think just like really listening and trusting yourself and one thing that I do maybe because I'm like ADD, but when I get a download, I seriously get out my iPhone notes and put it in my notes right away. Like if it's a quote that I want to post, if it's like a thought, if it's a design, I literally put it in my notes so that thought does not leave me. Yeah. I'm looking at my phone right now because I had like some questions written out and I have almost 400 notes. That's like me. In literally, my notes. And I'll, I know it's dangerous, but I'll even be driving. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. And that's like where some of my best ideas yeah. have come from a download. Like our very first Same best driving. Seller, yeah. Our very first best-selling outfit was the Cotton Candy Girl. Like I remember driving to Zion's and this outfit idea just came to me and it was like the thing that like got us off the ground back in the day. And it was like, just like a download. Yeah. Yeah. I was just talking to another friend about this too. How we just like it. It's not like we're working hard. It's the how, like not worrying about the how and like focusing so hard on like all these little, um, what do you call it? Just like little itty bitty details and things. It's like just putting yourself in the energy to receive You don't have Mm -hmm. to sit there with a pen and paper, like trying so hard to like think of a design all day. Just put yourself in the right energy and be open to receiving and have like the right belief system. It just pops into your mind. Right. That's literally just trusting it and going with it. And that's like what I know a lot of people that we listen to talk about is like, it's not really like hard work and hustle. It's like work less make more yes you know what I mean like being in the right mindset to receive and not having to grind so hard or having the belief that to have a lot of money you have to grind so hard and I mean in the beginning you do but like getting to that point where things just flow yeah and we're so aligned right now because I was just about to like I was thinking of how to bring the conversation back to money Um, because like one of my biggest beliefs is that if I am serving people and like living to my highest purpose and like doing what I love, I will always be supported financially. Like if I'm serving people and doing what I'm supposed to do, the universe will just find a way to support me. Like, and I feel like you feel that way as well, Uh especially because uh, when you were saying like, it was never about the money, it was about making people feel confident. And then you just like held on to that and now you're If it was about the money, I feel like I would have given up a long time ago. Like money is so important. When I say like, it's not about the money, it doesn't mean don't go out and make money. 100% go out and make a shit ton of money, girl. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's not, that can't be your why. I actually read a book that I love called Start With Why and the most successful companies. Have you read this book? No, but I just, I love the whole thing about having a why. Yeah. Like it. it talks about how like, Apple. Mm-hmm. Why are people so attached to Apple products? Like people who are like Apple people. But if you think about it, it's not just the products. It's like it. It's like who you are. Like if you have mm-hmm. Apple products, it like is that you're a creative like outcast. Like I don't know, but just like starting with your why and yeah. is so and your why should not be money. Yeah, one hundred percent not exactly. And I think that the people that have their why as I just want to make money and are almost like, you know, they're just in it for the money. They're almost like a little bit scammy. Like they can make it, 
okay, well, you can get some money, you can go a couple years, but they never like actually reach true success yeah in my eyes and Catherine always says like she's like you guys I know a lot of unhappy millionaires I know a lot of unhappy billionaires like if you're not fulfilling like your purpose and fulfilling what makes you happy and helping people like you can have all the money in the world but that doesn't mean you're gonna be happy yeah 100% and it goes back to that whole like just searching and searching and wanting more and wanting more instead of just being grateful for what you have now Mm -hmm. because then yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll never be happy no matter how much money you have. Or even, oh, the big one I always talk about with my clients is like the plastic surgery thing. I'm like, okay, people are like, if I just fix this, mm-hmm. I would be happy. They get that fixed. Okay. If I just fix this, then I would be happy and get this. And that's why people get so addicted to plastic surgery too. It's like, they think like, oh, once I just lose five pounds, once I just lose 10 pounds, once I just have this kind of nose or hair extensions or whatever, then I will be happy. And it's just just not true there's so many examples of it right um do you have any examples of manifestation in your life like where you're like holy fuck I manifested this shit um I'm sure I do I just have to think I mean I feel like basically everything in my life yeah um I would say well, actually, I kind of love that that's your answer because yeah. so many people think that like there's this whole trend right now, right? On like TikTok and stuff about manifestation and it like kind of like hurts my heart a little bit. I mean, it's still they're playing off of the law of attraction, right? And I'll uh-huh. see these TikToks of like write down the boy you want to text you five times and then he'll text you because like you're putting that thought out there. <laughs> no. Yeah. And I'm like. Uh, yeah. Anywho, <laughs> I mean, uh, like, honestly, that there is some truth in that because when, you know, things like that happen where you think about a person a bunch of times and then like they text you, you're like, oh, that's so crazy. Right. Like, whatever. Um, it is a law of attraction. The thoughts you put out, you know, like attracts like and it brings it to you. But manifestation is more of like matching an energy and everything in your life aligning. Like exactly. I just feel like there's this connotation. Like I think your answer of not knowing of a specific moment couldn't have been any better because I can't really think of any either. Like there's little things. But you know that you do it every day. But it's, yeah, yeah but it's more like the way that I'm living my life right now. Like my relationships, like where I live, my business, like random, like some of the clients I have were like, pure manifestation but it wasn't ever like this aha moment it's almost like an ongoing like energy match I would say like your life is a reflection of how good you are at manifesting yeah (laughs) like simple as that like exactly I if you're not living your dream life which I'm not even living my 100% dream life yet you know but just like we said like I'm happy with where I'm at now and I'm gonna be happy one day when I'm further you know what I mean yeah but your life is really a reflection of like the past five years, the energy that you've been Been putting out. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like this, there's just almost like this connotation right now about like manifestation, just being like writing in your journal in the morning, like a desire that you want. And then just like waiting for it to appear. And that's (laughs) what I think back to when I first learned about the law of attraction, I was in the seventh grade. I was super young. I thought of it as magic. I didn't really understand what it was. And I think, oh, when a lot of people learn about it at first, that's kind of how it sounds to them. I it's thought like, it was magic too. Yeah, and I was like, like, that can't be real. It's almost like 
literally like you're like Harry Potter and like (laughs) (laughs) it's like some like mystical magic but there's a lot more to it there's so many laws other than the law of attraction yeah there's 12 laws yeah people yes (laughs) don't just think and then it comes and I think people that are new to this like something that's like really good to learn about is the energy and like I what is the book that like really taught me about feeling it's like you uh, have to feel to manifest. Is like, it Abraham Hicks? It's Oh, it's called Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting. It's actually over there. But the whole book is about feeling. And like when you visualize, you can't just visualize mm-hmm. um, being in your Range Rover. Like you have to like feel like you're in that Range Rover. And like how, what state of consciousness do you have to be in? Like yes. if you were at that point in your life where you had what you wanted, how would you feel? Yeah, Not just like you can't just visualize it and it's going to fall on a silver platter in front of you. Like you literally have to feel, become that person, wake up and dress like that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I literally like love you so much and like everything you're saying, because like so many people right now, it's like manifestation is so trendy and they don't, it is so trendy. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm seeing it on social media more now than ever. Mm-hmm. And they just don't get it. Even like someone in my life was like, yeah, I set reminders on my phone to like remind me to manifest throughout the day. And I what? was, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I love you. You're so cute. But, um, as we're speaking right now, you're manifesting. You know that, right? <laughs> like, you cannot start. It's like, you cannot okay, stop. start manifesting, stop. Yeah, and I get it. Like, remind yourself throughout the day to remember what you want and, like, yes. remind yourself to stay aligned. But there's never a moment that you sit down and you're manifesting. It's yeah. you're always, constantly, always manifesting. The thoughts that you're thinking are constantly. That's why, like, it's so important to learn how to control your mind. Like, when yeah. you start to get into a negative mind space like work through those feelings feel those feelings and then let them go and like know how to retrain your brain with better thoughts because you're constantly manifesting yeah so how do you personally do that because I I even had a moment this morning I was like telling Tara I'm like this morning was the first morning in a long time that I felt like not good like my thoughts were not on point and I honestly think it's because I've been drinking a little bit which that's like a thing I kind of want to talk about too I'm like I never drink but I kind of have lately and the effect that it has on my thoughts anyway like I'll get into that in a different episode (laughs) because like some people have a really hard time controlling their thoughts and there's like so many things that can affect you right when you do that was a random side tangent (laughs) when you do get into those like bad thoughts like I'm having just such a bad mindset like right now. How do you personally get out of it? Um, well, I think it like kind of goes back to how me and you were talking about um, fears and like mm-hmm. the fears never go away. No matter how successful you get, they're still going to be there. Everybody has fear. It's even more learn- maybe. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Even like I was telling you, Ed Milet says he has more problems now that he's a multimillionaire than he did yeah. when he had a thousand dollars in his bank account. Like the problems grow. It's not that you get rid of the problems. It's you learn how to train your mind and you learn how to deal with it. And I would say like, even today I was telling Maddie, I had so much anxiety. I was like (laughs) shaking and I actually feel like it's like flowing pretty good, but I just have to tell myself like, you got this and just reframing your thoughts, reframe, Mm -hmm. reframe, reframe. Like if I'm feeling like chubby that day I'll say like you know I'm gonna feed I am gonna feed my body like nutrient-dense food instead Mm -hmm. of sitting here and like 
thinking negative do you know what I'm saying like it's just reframing and exactly because our belief system is created by repetition so if you're repeating negative thoughts that's just like that's your energy now but if you can repeat a new thought as much as you re or as you think the old thought then you can rewrite that old thought I just thought of a good one like lately I've been telling you like I felt a little bit off but what I keep telling myself is good things come after chaos. Good things are coming. This is a shift. Like instead of saying, oh, I'm so depressed right now or I'm so, I'm having so much anxiety or like this or that, just like telling myself, no, good things are coming. This is a shift. Like I'm growing. A growing pain. I'm growing from this. Yeah. What can I learn from this? What can I learn from this is a really good one. That's exactly, as you were like saying that, I was thinking like, what can I learn from this? Yes. Exactly. And like, Also, what I've kind of been playing with myself is almost like a game of like when I'm going through a hardship, I'm like, I almost like take notes on like how I get out of it. So then I can help other people get out of it. Like my mind just kind of works in that way now. So when like I have a struggle, I'm like, oh, this is fun. How am I going to get out of this one? I I actually remember you saying that on your story. And what what was it the other day? And I like thought of you and I was like, Tara, it's a game. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like you're you're making it fun. Yeah. And that's a good way to like teach people is to make it fun. Like it doesn't always have to be this like. Yeah stressful hard thing and I feel like that's how this like mindset thing started for me like falling in love with mindset work is I was like I'm just gonna like play with my mind today and just like let's see how positive I can get like let's see how I can make this a good thing even in like the shittiest situations I'm like let's just see how I can make myself feel about this it's almost like fun to see how you can play with your thoughts to like change your feelings right so Let's dive more into Tasteful Girls then. Mm-hmm. And what even inspired you in the first place to create it? Was that a download? Like, did you just like literally see Tasteful Girl or like how did it come about and what fears came with it? So it actually kind of was a download. Um, how I was saying before in high school and stuff, I didn't fit in. Um I was always like the weird one. And then my friend at the time took me, she texted me and said, we're going to DOS Energy. And this was, I was still in high school. I was really young when I went to my first rave. But I was like, what the heck am I going to? I've only heard terrifying things about raves, like literally terrifying things. So your first one was DOS yes, too? Okay. Uh-huh, in 2014. Okay. So mine was, was three like years so later. So small, so small compared to like what it is now. But I go and... I was just like amazed by how accepting it was and like every person was dressed however they want to dress and like mm-hmm. it's not clicky it's like the most loving it in a way to me is so like raving is a spiritual thing to me and like people Same. who I don't know how many people that listen to this podcast rave but like mostly all of them okay cool <laughs> okay so yeah when you know you know but um yeah, that's really what inspired me with Tasteful Girl is um, being able to do avant-garde fashion and being able to be whoever I wanted to be and not being picked on. And like, it was just this space where I feel like creatively I could really, really make my name heard in this industry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was actually crazy. Me and my friend at the time would match when we went to raves, but we wouldn't wear rave clothes. We'd wear like shorts and a t-shirt but we would match in back then like girls like didn't do like 
that type of stuff. And we would just get so many compliments and we were at a rave one day and we're like, we looked at each other and we're like rave clothes. <laughs> and then that's like when I knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I then just that. from like that day on, I mean, I've been working on Tease World for so long. How it long? was only like the past like year or year and a half that's when I became a server when I told you everything shifted was when me and my mom started taking it super seriously and I decided that I was doing this until the day I die yeah. um but it's been like since 20 2015 years 2014 was yeah. your first shoe the one with the green and the skulls the Halloween on the salt, like salt flats do you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Was yeah, that so your that, first? Like, that when was it started? like our first like serious shoot. Okay. I had a few like. That's the first time I was like, wait, holy shit, what's going on here? Uh-huh. Like my eyes were just like. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that was our first. Like that's when I started taking Taste for Girls seriously for okay. sure. Yeah. yeah, that's when I first started trying to grow the Instagram again. Okay. Because I that had an Instagram sense. way before that, but I stopped posting for like a year. Mm, why and that's is what that? I always tell people like it wasn't some people are successful really fast but like for me it took a really not a really long time but it was like hard work and persistence mm-hmm. why did you stop posting was there like a moment where I you were just, just like I'm over it no never I always wanted taste for all I was just young I yeah. was so young I was like I tried to start I mean we did get orders here and there but I was like 18 years old mm-hmm. I was just young and like living life I didn't have like a lot of money at yeah. the time like I did it I just wasn't taking it as seriously mm-hmm. but I think I knew what I wanted and what my dreams were and that's when I started to take it seriously and it really did shift when I said I'm gonna do this until the day I die and even if it's not rave clothing one day I will carry on tasteful girl as a brand and like I have so many visions <laughs> like gives that, me chills yeah. <laughs> literally yeah. gives me chills um okay I had a question and that like last sentence just like <laughs> distracted me oh how did you always keep faith in all that time since it wasn't like instant success how did you like keep chugging along even when it was hard like I know you say like okay well I just I knew what I wanted I knew what I wanted but like in those moments how did you just like keep going because even for me I'm like some days I'm like how do I just keep Keep going going. I know that this is what I want I always pull myself back but like I want to hear from you what Um, keeps you going I think it kind of just goes back to like knowing that you're on your purpose and always like I literally feel like I have this voice in the back of my head like telling me like that this is what I'm supposed to be doing yeah it's almost like bigger than you yeah it's like you're going back to the whole channels thing because I feel this way too and I was even telling Tara before this like when we were just like being a little nervous and just like sitting there and we're like getting ready I'm like girl what we're doing is way bigger than our fears or our anxiety or our doubts or anything, like anything that comes up. Like it is that little voice in the back of our heads. That's just like, no, you have to keep doing this. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, and it's crazy. Cause I had like so much anxiety before doing this, but totally. I feel like the things that are coming through us right now, like I actually feel like I'm not like that nervous. It's like, they're it's coming not you. through us for a reason. Yeah. Like, someone's going to need to hear, or like it could how Catherine inspired us like one word that you said could inspire a girl for the rest of her life exactly it's so much bigger than us and like that's for anyone else like thinking about following their dreams what I I always tell my girls like my clients um I do like a lot of 
like social media stuff and like, um, you know, breaking through fears around doing podcasts or YouTube or like a lot of my listeners are trying to do those kinds of things, clothing brands, podcasts, YouTubes, blogs, um, like influencer stuff. And when you're inspiring and learn, like living out your purpose, like, like your fears are irrelevant. Mm -hmm. Like they're stupid compared to like, no, they're valid. Don't take me too seriously, but they're just like, they're irrelevant compared to like the, the difference you're going to make in this world. Yeah. I feel like. Well, and like, what is fear? I always like think about that. It's like literally Uh created in your own head from your own, like what even is fear? What have your biggest fears been? If you want to get vulnerable for a moment. Um, I think, um, fears like one fear that I've had, like, and I've worked through it, but like, say like when we're a huge business one day having to be like the boss, the CEO, and then having to have employees. And then Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, just like the fear of like being so like, I don't know how to explain where I'm trying to go with that, but like. It's almost mm-hmm. like responsibility. Yeah. 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 And just like the growth. Yeah. Yeah. What um, else? Anything else? Um, what about when you first started? Like, I want the girls to hear, like, if they're thinking about doing a creative project, was there anything? Did you ever worry? Honestly, the fear, I, something that I really had to work through is the fear of what others think. Okay. That's exactly what I was going to ask you. Yeah. Because, I mean, I... I was telling you earlier, I even still kind of deal with it. Like when I am putting so much hard work into like my content and my posts mm-hmm. and like the, if something doesn't perform as well, like you sit, you start to, I sometimes get in a hole of, well, like, do people not like the photo? Do they not like what I had to say? Like, what did I do wrong? But really at the end of the day, you just have to tell yourself, like, if you love it and you tried hard and you're genuine to who you are Mm -hmm. and your purpose like who cares if anybody else likes it I have to I've really had to like tell myself who cares what people think about me yeah and that has been one of my biggest struggles with owning a business I'll tell you right now it is scary putting yourself out there and like worrying about what others are gonna think of you Mm -hmm. and I I know you talk about this a lot like who cares what people like say like I'm sure people when I started Tasteful Girl people were probably like, yeah, right. Like she's starting a clothing run. Yeah. Right. And people with you were probably like, she's going to become a coach. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? But who cares? Yeah. It, yeah. Does not even affect me. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) But I've been trying to find this. Like, how do you, cause I feel like you're pretty good at not caring what people think about you. How do you, it's like, it's just, yeah, it's completely irrelevant to my reality. Like it Uh does, it doesn't affect anything I do unless I worry about it right like me worrying about it affects my reality horribly totally like so negatively me just choosing and so that's so I've kind of been trying to find this like theme of like how do you actually get past that fear right I work with so many people on fears and limiting beliefs and self-doubts and all these things and I have so much um like little exercises and things and whatever to get through that But I'm like, what is the overarching theme here? Like, how do you actually break through that? And it's kind of like been what you've been talking about this whole time, but haven't actually used the word. And I think it's like committing. It's just committing to not caring, Mm -hmm. committing that you're going to grow your business, committing to being open to downloads. It's almost just like this. I love that. Yeah. It's almost just like this thing that we haven't even like put the word committing on it yet but I've been talking about it a lot lately 
Um, and you, I feel like you didn't even really realize how much you committed, Mm -hmm. but throughout this whole thing and hearing you talk, it's just like, you just fucking committed. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. I'm just not going to care and I'm just going to keep pushing. And we just made that decision and we don't look back. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It is kind of (laughs) crazy. It's really crazy. But it it really committed relationship. Yeah, I am (laughs) in a business. (laughs) I am in a committed relationship with my success. Like yes, that's that's it. I actually love that. And let's speak about the quote because I know it's like my favorite quote, and I'm pretty sure it's actually. Did we talk about it? Maybe I'm just assuming it's your favorite quote. I don't know. One or one of your favorite quotes, but your success is inevitable. Yes. Yeah, I love that. Like. Talk about that and, like, the first time you heard that from Catherine. Is that where you heard it from Catherine? Um, I don't, I'm not sure, but... Have you not heard it? No. I've okay. definitely <laughs> heard that. Um, well, because it's so... Catherine and this guy named James Wedmore, which is, like, my my business crush. Sorry, babe. <laughs> but, like, just from a business standpoint, I fucking love James Wedmore. And he's really good friends with Catherine, Manifestation Babe, and they always, 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 always say your success is inevitable. And that's where I first heard it. Yeah. And I think that's so, such a good quote to tell yourself every single day. Yeah. Your sex, your, your sex, (laughs) your sex is inevitable. I had, I had a coaching call yesterday and I said, your sex is inevitable. And she goes, damn right it is. And I was like, wait, we need to get your answer to, like for your success is inevitable to be that strong as when I said your sex is inevitable. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, damn, you're right. Because when I said your success is inevitable, she's like, yeah, okay. Your sex is inevitable. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah, it is. I love that. I'm done. Um, (sighs) But yeah, like inevitable literally meaning like unavoidable. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Okay. Bring it back to center. So, um, I guess like the last couple, I can't even talk now. The last couple questions I want to ask you, like while wrapping this up is just like for the girl that is sitting at home during this coronavirus thing and she has those downloads and she has those moments of creativity, but she just can't get herself to like just fucking do it and she's like she wants to start a business and she's kind of like where we were before all of this what would you say to her right here right now just start that's (laughs) what I say to everyone like I don't care how much money you have in your bank account I don't care if you I don't care what you have just start there's always a way that you can start and that's Mm -hmm. what I literally that's like my motto that I just do it just start like when I wanted to start Tasteful I didn't have any product. I didn't have anything. I literally decided what my aesthetic was going to be. I decided what my color scheme was going to be. And mm-hmm. I went on Pinterest. I started editing photos and I just started posting aesthetic pictures of like how I mm-hmm. wanted my brand to be. And I started making business cards and I started to, I didn't have any product or anything. <sighs> and like, it's just so important to just start. If you want to start a YouTube Film it on your iPhone mm-hmm. if you want to. I'm sure you, you tell your clients this, but it's like, just start. Exactly. It's as simple as that. I'm like, just start. Someone's like, I have this dream of starting a YouTube page. Okay, well, have you created the, like, the Go email? Go film a video today, yeah. Or, yeah, or not even film a video. Like how you said you just started the color scheme. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, what's your profile picture going to be? 
Yeah. What like, do you want to film? Start, Gra- get out a notepad. Like, yeah. start writing out. I want to film about food. I yeah. want to do this. I start writing ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's really just we get so overwhelmed by thinking about all these big steps and the how instead of just like starting literally as small as possible. Yeah. And I think um, what I was thinking is no matter what you want to do, like not everybody wants to own a business. Not everybody wants to be a life coach. Not everybody wants something different, but it's about like truly believing whatever you want and what you're here on earth to do and what you're being called to do is possible. If you can see something in your head, you can make it a reality. It's like scientifically proven. Yes. 100%. It's all, it's all about the belief system. Mm -hmm. And like if you, if you want to be a doctor, you can be a doctor. If you want to be a singer, like the the limit does, there's no limit. The limit limit does not exist. It does not exist. (laughs) Guys, the limit does not exist. Mean girls. (laughs) And yeah, I love that. Uh, Henry's been taking, or he was taking like calculus or whatever. And every time it was that, he's like, looks at me. The limit limit does not exist. Oh my gosh. That is so funny. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. The only difference between you and someone successful, and I'm talking like the only difference, it has nothing to do with like their education or where they came from or anything. It's they believe that they can do it. That's it. It's not their IQ. It's not like anything. And like the reason it seems like they have it better than you or they have like a head start is because like those little things give them the belief system. Like if they have really rich parents, they see that it's possible. So they have the belief that they can do it. Um, If people are always telling them they're smart, then they have like this belief that like they can create this or that, but it's all the beliefs. Right. And I think once you start believing in yourself and that anything that you want to do, you can do, it's crazy how many more things come to you that you with Taste of World, I have so many ideas of where I want to take it one day, even though I know it's going to take a while to get there. Just like believing that I can do anything, the ideas come. Yeah, exactly. It opens that up. It's kind of how I was talking the other day about like, I don't know. If you just say like, I don't know, or I could never do that. It doesn't like the universe is like, okay, cool. Like (laughs) it doesn't open up the possibilities for like anything to actually come to you. So every time you say like, I can't, I can never do that. Who am I to do that? Like you're blocking yourself kind of going back when I was asking you, like, how do you get more in that receiving energy? I think mm-hmm. it is like watching your language and cause I didn't even know the answer to that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, just wanted to start a conversation. Well, like, I'm like, how do I get more into a, a download receptivity? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like not saying like, I don't know, not saying or like, saying like, it's so cheesy and so similar to saying I can do it. Yeah. Like today when I was driving here, I was like, well, maybe Maddie will like not want to do the podcast because <laughs> I, <laughs> I literally like was so scared, and but I kept saying, I can I do it. I screwed up my I technology. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, it's so simple, but telling yourself you can do it. Even yeah. like when I go to the gym and I'm like, oh, I don't want to walk on the treadmill for 45 minutes right now. And I'm like, I can do it. Yeah. I can do it. It's the, the little, little thing. My mom always says, like with Taste Pro when we were starting up, she was like, we're like the little engine who could, or the yeah. little train that could or whatever that little thing. engine that could, I think. The little engine that could. Yeah. <laughs> and you just chugging along. Yeah. Chugging <laughs> along and you just keep going. And like, that's where the quote, like your success is inevitable. Guys, like if you really put your whole heart into something, your whole heart and you try your very best, 
do you still believe that there's a possibility you could fail? If you put everything into it and you kept trying and trying and trying and you fell down and you tried again, like, do you really believe you could still fail? Right. It's just, I just thought of something. So I feel like I should bring it up. Yeah. Cause that just whole thing made me think of this but like the saying your comfort zone more will kill you like I just think Mm -hmm. that um living a comfortable life yeah it's easy but I really truly think if you're comfortable you're not living to your highest potential you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable yeah comfortable with being uncomfortable that's why I always talk about taking cold showers like yes get comfortable with being uncomfortable uh-huh. it's like the weirdest metaphor ever but when if you listen to like any successful person they, they talk about that yeah just like random stuff like yeah. that even and if putting, it's not a cold shower just like putting yourself in a place where you're so uncomfortable. fucking uncomfortable like doing this podcast like yeah I was so scared but I'm like I'm gonna I literally live to put myself in situations where I feel uncomfortable yeah. not like uncomfortable like I'm in a dark alleyway and I'm gonna get like kidnapped <laughs> but like uncomfortable like where I know I'm gonna grow if I push myself to do it yeah exactly yeah it's the up level yeah I just wanted to bring that up because it kept coming up in my head yes the yeah. downloads yeah the down- <laughs> see someone is gonna like hear that and be like that's exactly what I needed to hear because yeah <laughs> you just felt so inspired to say that and I fucking love it it is about being uncomfortable and getting comfortable with that like that's how we were talking about like the fears and the doubts never stop uh-huh. ever but if, like if you're knowing going how to deal with it your dreams and something big it's not going to be comfortable yeah like news flash it's not going to be comfortable get used to it and that's where the committing comes in I i'm think. sure maddie was so scared like <laughs> the first time you probably had your first client you were probably like <gasps> like oh yeah they probably don't even know like if you're listening i love you but like i was shitting bricks the whole time like freaking the fuck out i still do sometimes i still get those nerves and just like jitters yeah. um but you just have to do it yeah you just have to keep doing it and then do it again 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 and then one day it's like second nature exactly even with podcasting I was telling Tara how like the first time I and I've talked about this a little bit but like the first time recording my first episode was like a shit show you guys like just recording it over and over it took me days like I would have it all set up and like be ready to post it and then I would delete it like I would literally I I was so shocked when I heard that because I when I heard Maddie's first episode I was like wow (laughs) she's is so good with speaking I was like she's like a speaker and so like when you told me that you recorded it that many times I was it surprised me Guys, I and thank you so much for that. Like yeah. I, I have to really sit there and let myself receive that compliment and like really hear it and hear it for what it is. Cause I used to just discredit that and be like, oh yeah. But it, like I appreciate that. <laughs> but guys, like I would like record, listen to it in the car everywhere I drove until I like started crying. And I think and I, was, like, I do ridiculous. think that's so important for your listeners yeah. and your followers to hear because like when you told me that it made me feel so much better about how I was feeling yeah. about it, recording this episode. Like just letting people know that like you're not like you don't just walk up to the microphone and like you're just so perfect at it. Like letting girls know that like letting girls know that I was so scared to start my business. Yeah. Like, they need exactly. to hear that. Like they need to see the transformation. We see too many people that are just like where we want to be and they don't hear about right. what it took to get there. Right. Yeah. And I actually love um, one of my favorite 
he has a podcast. I don't know if you've ever listened to it, the MFCEO. He always says we live in such an instant world yeah. where you can instantly get food. You can instantly get groceries. You can get a car wherever you want, Uber. Yeah. You like everything is so instant. You can text someone and get a hold of them instantly that our generation kind of thinks of success that way. They see these like people on Instagram with Maseratis and they, they're 18 years old and they think that things happen overnight and they don't. It's not it's not instant. Yeah. It, it really is. It isn't. takes time. You know what I'm saying? Yes, 100%. And that's, I think that's why people don't even start in the first place is because they do see that. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, holy fuck, I could never get there. And they get so overwhelmed that they don't even start in the first place. Yep. But walking people through like our first steps, I think is just so important because it is so possible. And I hope this shows you guys that it is so possible. Yeah. Like it's, you guys also just see what you like we want you to see so I think I don't know it's so important that we do open up and like be vulnerable in a space and that's why I love podcasting so much to just like really sit and talk about this kind of shit because yeah people just like don't to let know. them in yeah and it, it does in. help people yeah like, my every day is not perfect like when we had when we released the string bikinis like we had so many orders that I was cutting for my mom for like a week and a half wasn't paying attention to anything else and like yeah like it which is amazing was, it was Congrats. so amazing it was so amazing but it was just like it was so stressful they don't see that yeah they don't see that but it was like and there was like a few order issues and just like stuff like that like people don't see that but like it is there yeah it's it's not glamorous and yeah I just I guess I just feel so grateful to be surrounded by people that um not to get like how do I get like not negative or judgmental really? But I just, I feel like I know a lot of people that are not willing to show that side. Like Uh they want to make their lives seem perfect and like they have it all. And like, they're just so fucking cool. (laughs) And like, I will not bring them on my podcast. Uh I will bring the people that are so vulnerable and share every secret and share every just moment and everything. Well, and that's what moves people. Yeah. That's what like, sparks someone wanting to make a permanent change that's what sparks transformation and Mm -hmm. that's why we do what Mm -hmm. we do is to like up level the world honestly Mm -hmm. that's that's why I'm doing this um so yeah I'm grateful for you being super vulnerable and like sharing all that and like letting us in and sharing about yourself and just everything and just being here letting me come to your office I'm so grateful that you even asked me to be on the podcast I was like I was so excited I've been wanting to do this forever but because my family's in Utah I knew that I had to do it in person so I was just like waiting I was literally just waiting to do this episode until I could come do it in person which is like so much more powerful I think um and it's so cool that like on the last note that we even like are doing this and like everything because we're from Utah like yeah. Utah is Seriously. like the most like conservative Mormon. Sorry if you're Mormon. <laughs> no, it's okay. I talk a lot about it on my podcast okay, actually. Okay. Cause like, yeah, it's just crazy that like yeah. we're like on each other's Did you grow up Mormon? Like, no. Okay. No. So I actually feel like I have a different <laughs> reaction. <laughs> I love that. That was like, so funny. God, honey, no. Yeah. I grew up Mormon until I was you 19. Did. See, that's yeah. like a lot of people did here. Yeah. And yeah. I just think that, yeah, there are a lot of belief systems put in place here. A lot and of judgment. belief systems. Judgment. And it's a lot of, um, 
Imagine telling Sorry, guys. people that you own a rave clothing company. Yeah. Like even here it's, in my office space, people are like, what, what, what's your company? And like, and they uh, see these little, like just a little <laughs> string hung up on the hanger. That's my clothing line. <laughs> Wait, the top I'm going to be modeling in a second. What is it called? The sliver top? The sliver top. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the sliver top. Yeah. <laughs> and I think there's just like a lot of settlers here. That's another thing too that I'll squash right now. If you've been, what I hear a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot is like, I can never do that because I live in this state or I could never find those kinds of friends. They're just not around here. Like you just fucking make it happen. You make yeah. it happen. You travel, you go on Zoom, you like, it does not matter where you are on the map. You can network, you can meet the right people, you can grow a business, you can launch anything, especially with how connected we are now. Um, yeah. Don't use that as an excuse. We are in yeah. little old Utah, surrounded yeah. by Mormons, and I'm about to put on some skimpy bikinis and little <laughs> tops and like just prance around. Give some and, people a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just you can be whoever you want to be, wherever you are. Um, like we could just talk for hours. I know. I keep I know. having questions come up. I think I just want to ask you one more question. Okay. And then we'll have like um, – like last words okay but something that's coming through to me is like how do you stay authentically yourself and true to yourself even when you do live in Utah or other people might look at you weird or like you know my whole thing is confidence and Mm -hmm. authenticity and being like authentic to who you are um like what does that mean to you and how do you live that in your everyday life um I think it it's kind of like how you were saying, not caring what people think, but also like I've always kind of been a misfit and I've always wanted, I don't, I'm like, I always joke that I'm like hipster because like if a song is popular, then I don't like it. Same. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like the addiction to being different. So Literally like even me. with Tasteful Girl, I'm like, I don't want to be, I've always wanted my brand to be different than any other rave brand. Yeah. Like I don't want to be the same as anyone. Mm-hmm. And I, I I'm like that in all aspects of life. And do you think that's an Aries thing? Like that's the Aries in us maybe? I think so. Well, and also an Aries thing. I was going to say, I can't believe you're an Aries. It's crazy. Yeah. But Aries are like very much like go-getters too. Yeah. Very intense. they're not. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Like the Pisces is like the intuitive, like where we get the downloads and the mm-hmm. Aries is like, we take it and we're like, go, 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 go. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I fucking love that. But Yeah. I don't know. I get, was that a good answer? I don't really know. Like, no, that's an amazing answer because, um, well, and it's, it's actually just interesting to me because most people are trying to fit in. I do not. want. And I have always been, if I see someone wear something at school, (gasps) I remember, remember when like flannels were popular, Uh like tying around their, your waist. I remember I did it the first day of school and I was like the only one I saw doing that. Um, I saw like some, someone do it on like the internet, I'm like, I'm going to do it first before anyone does it. And uh-huh. I did it. And the next day everyone was wearing it. I felt like, and so I just like never, actually, I still wore it a couple of times, but I was like, fuck, like that was my thing. Like, I'm never going to do that again. Anything that anyone wore. Yeah. I did the opposite. Oh, well, you're wearing those. I'm going to wear the, the opposite. No, totally. I think it like also helps to be like, if you want to be like a legend, yeah. like not everyone wants to be a legend, but like, if you want to be legendary, like you have to be authentic. You have to be yourself. You have to be a trendsetter. You cannot be the person that fits in with the crowd. Nobody makes history like fitting in with the crowd and following people. 
Uh, I am trying to find this quote that I saw. I can't find it now. But yeah, it was just saying like you you don't make a difference in the world by fitting in. Right. Like you will never. And I think it shows like the copycats and the. Yeah. It definitely like shows and it shows when you're authentic and like things are coming from you. Yeah. People can feel it. Yeah. Yeah. People can literally smell <laughs> an authenticity on yeah. you. Like just, yeah. Just remember that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I fucking love that answer. That's amazing. And do you have any last words before we wrap things up? Anything that's coming through that you feel like you should share? Um, I guess I just want to say to anyone listening to follow your dreams <laughs> and wake up every day knowing that if you just get one step closer that day, like in one year, your life will be dramatically different. I fucking love that I love that so much and I also want to give you a space to share anything like about your brand that's coming up if you want to promote anything or share any sneak peeks oh also we changed my discount code to breaking butterfly for the Mm -hmm. podcast what is it 15% it's 15% off Uh 15% off so get 15% off uh, on tastefulgirls.com with the code breaking butterfly and what else can we look for from um, you we're going to be releasing a new collection called flower power here within the next week and then mm-hmm. i actually have tons of new fabrics so we're going to be releasing like festival outfits here and there for mm-hmm. girls that still want to buy festival outfits and then um, we'll also be diving into some fall fashion and like some track, more track suits cause those Ugh. did really well and stuff like that. That's amazing. So, yeah. And we're also relaunching our ambassador program Ugh. here soon too. So, so we'll many- be looking for more ambassadors. That's amazing. Uh-huh. So, and more details will come out for yes. that on the Instagram. So, uh-huh. uh, where can we find you either your personal, I think everyone knows tasteful girls. It'll be tagged in the show notes, but do you want to promote your personal or anything yeah, to connect so- with you? Um, my personal is just Tara Kiana. Um, and then our website's thetastefulgirl.com. Amazing. So yeah. you can find all of their stuff there. Get 15% off with Breaking Butterfly. New collections, new program, like so much going on. Um, and I'm just like, I think we're all always just excited to see what you're going to come up with um, next. You're always just like taking it to the next level and I feel so grateful to have had you on the podcast today and just have you in my life in general it was so much fun it was so much fun so grateful for you and yeah I think that's a wrap hi guys it's just me again and I really 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 hope you guys enjoyed that episode with Tara Campbell and if you did love it and you feel so inspired please share on your Instagram stories or share it with a friend tag me and Tara Um, please 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 show her some love her Instagram handle will be in the show notes her personal and um, tasteful girls and their website and all the information that you need but show Tara some love on this episode and And um, yeah, let us know what you enjoyed from this episode, what you got from it. Start a conversation with us. We would fucking love it if you did. And yeah, I think that's all for this episode. I love you guys so, so much. And I hope you have an amazing week. And I will catch you in my next episode. Bye. (laughs) 